bang bang boom. It's two realest dudes in the room. Two young bloods out here working hard, hitting that grind, getting that hustle. Mm-hmm. Inspiring YouTubers. Yep, yep. Hitting you with that thick and spicy sauce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On my left, right? Not sure where he is right now, but uh, King Black, how you doing, sir? It's your boy. <laughs> nah, what's going on, my man? How you feeling? It's all good, you know. I'm excited for us to do one of our chill sessions, yeah. off the cuff podcast, hitting you with those raw facts right now. Mm-hmm. So, should be good, you know. E3 just ended. Yep. That's probably the biggest thing on people's minds. So the biggest thing on my mind. Tons of games. My wallet has definitely hidden in a bunker. <laughs> I, I <laughs> it is code red. This mm-hmm. is not a drill. Oh, my Ooh. bank account. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So tell me this. Tell me this. Uh-huh. What is your... And you have to pick one. You have to pick one. One? What is your most anticipated game that's on the horizon that they show during E3? Is there any like? Is that, you got. You can only. You can oh. only pick one. You gotta pick one. Okay, let me make it more interesting. Okay, okay. I can only buy one. Um, only buy one. I mean, you're, I'm sure you're gonna buy a, a lot more than one. But <laughs> my wallet would love it well, if I only bought. Well, one. Well, let's say, yeah. Let's say you can only buy one. One of the you know hot games they dropped during E3, and it's just like dang you know it's it's your last 60 bucks for the gaming budget for forever mm-hmm. it's just like what are you picking up <sighs> everything it's... else everybody else move out of the way it's just this one thing <laughs> even that's like it's too easy <laughs> you probably already even know too come on oh yeah <sighs> come on it's FF7, man. <laughs> really? Yes. Dang. No question? No contest? No contest. Wow. No contest. Hmm. Uh, I didn't want to just jump right into it because. Oh, no, nah, man. I, I threw you I, in it, bro. We in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It. Seven stole a sh- Okay, that's, maybe that's a little bit. No, it's not too much to say. Seven stole the show. Okay, it, it's okay. right up there with Cyberpunk. Mm. It's up there. Oh, those two are. These are the two titans right now. Cyberpunk 20, 2077 and Final Fantasy Seven Remake got all the sevens right now. Lucky Sevens. Twenty twenty is going to be the year of Lucky Sevens right now. Really? You, so you know what's weird? Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, my number one most anticipated game is mm-hmm. uh, basically this this Breath of the Wild two essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't, I th- and I think it's because I haven't played the first one yet. So, I was about to say, like, yeah. <laughs> so I think I, what I've what I've kind of had in my mind as soon as I saw it like show up, I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, yo, we can do like a. Like a, like a double header, like I could just play play the first one and yeah. like buy them both at the same time, right? Yeah. And then just oh, you don't have it yet? no, like I ha- I haven't touched it at all, man. I, I, it's oh. it's it'll be a completely pure experience. Up? No, I haven't picked it up okay, yet. Not your switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I picked up uh, 
uh, Octopath Traveler instead. Uh, oh. Which is also some straight fire. That game's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. straight. It's lit. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah, Octopath is lit. Yeah. That's a nice story. Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild um, 2. I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, also, it's, I'm, we're not sure if it's coming out next year. So, mm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, like, because Nintendo, um, it's interesting. The thing I, I will say about Nintendo is their games just work. <laughs> Yo, true. Yeah. You know I'm not saying? It's so it's like, I, I don't foresee, like, oh, hey, it's coming out in February. Up, oh, JK is delayed until May. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just no. kind of. Breath of the Wild 1 did get delayed. But did it get delayed that much? Oh, yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure it was originally going to come out in 2015. So it got delayed at least almost a full year. Maybe not quite two, but almost. Hmm. Wait, is that because of the... But I think that's because of the hardware, though. Like, they wanted to release it on Switch. So I don't think Nintendo Switch was out back then, was it? I think so. out back then. Yeah. But... I think that was uh, the only reason. Like, they wanted it. Because that's the reason they didn't say it right out. I think yeah, because I think that was more along the lines of uh, strategy, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying everybody kind of knows that Breath of the Wild was the console seller for the Switch. No. So it's like you know everybody copped a Switch for Breath of the Wild because at the time there wasn't a whole lot of games on Switch, but I think now that the Switch is already out and it's been tearing it up, you know. I can't remember if it was or not. I'm pretty no, sure. It came out in March, um, Breath of the Wild. Right. The Switch may have come come out around the same time as well. I think yeah, I think that was just kind of a strategy thing. But um, I mean, it's pretty much a similar situation as far as um, the GameCube and the Wii, because mm-hmm. um, Twilight Princess came out on um, the GameCube and the and the Wii U in in the Wii. I mean, mm. that's how it launched too. You know, launched on both sits both both. Uh, both consoles yeah they both came out on the same day mm-hmm. the switch and the and breath of the wild yeah oh yeah they, it was a launch time. Okay. march 3rd 2017 so yeah i think i think that was more along the lines of strategy i think the game then started working you know i doubt it was like yeah. a, you know i mean the main thing it benefited from doing that was um loading times yeah faster on on the switch mm-hmm. um the wii u i mean because th- they they look pretty much the same you know they roughly I mean, you may have some frame rate differences that's pretty much like the extent of it mm-hmm. you know it's all about p- performance i guess but right. but like it's like um as far as like graphical quality no they're both they're both good you know mm. you wouldn't be able to tell them apart yeah but um yeah, I, don't, I guess I wasn't excited as much for Breath of the Wild 2. Right. It was mostly because, I guess, how I came away from Breath of the Wild 1, mm. um, which I totally loved it going, you know, playing through it. Mm-hmm. But there was just, like, some mechanics that I just, like, didn't, oh, didn't enjoy. I, no. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I actively almost, like, hated. I just... It's like I understand the design and why they did this, mm-hmm. and even changing even an inkling of it would just break the whole, you know, um, would break the whole game itself. Like you, you can't have one without the other, and that's like the the weapon breaking. 
Oh, see, okay. Th that's interesting because, like, I think I'm on the opposite end with stuff like that. I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm fine with it in certain games, but, like, the way that they handled it, the, the, the weapons feel like they're just paper because they break so often. And, dude, that's, that, that sounds like a dream come true to me, man. <laughs> I, games uh, that have those type of mechanics, like, I love in games where they mm -hmm. make it to where like guns jam and shit like that mm -hmm. uh swords break just because it adds that level of uh realism and difficulty but i mean there's real uh, but, but this is from a guy that like <laughs> wait we said what i said how real is it that your what that your sword breaks in in two swings okay maybe that's an exaggeration but like well, four swings it depends because actually in real life if you hit a sword up against something that you shouldn't be hitting it up against, you can break a sword in like two or four swings. Like, there's, I mean, oh yeah, the representation <laughs> in the game is probably like super exaggerated, but that is a real life thing that can happen. Yeah, it totally. Yeah, you can totally break a bunch of stuff in like a hit or two if, you, if it's going up against something that's not supposed to go up against. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it may it make sense. I, I think because. I like the whole. I like games that kind of push back. Mm -hmm. That like they kind of don't want you to beat them, or they want you to sweat whenever you play them. Like you know, I think I talk about it all the time. I'm super super duper Omega fan of like the Soul series. Oh and no, like, yeah, you know Sekiro. That's, so it's like, it, yeah, because of those elements were brought into Breath of the Wild. It was like. Yo, this is like my two favorite things, Zelda and some of these harder Dark Souls elements pushed into one game. Granted, I haven't played it, but just from mm -hmm. the gameplay that I've seen, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it. So, no, yeah, and like that was the whole meme when Zelda came out. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, this is the Breath of Legend of Zelda, you know, Dark Souls edition or whatever. Basically, <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I'm fine with the pushback. Like, it was hard at the beginning, mm -hmm. and just like every other game, you 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 learn it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it it was only hard at the beginning because like okay, it Link has a different weight and responsiveness to him than he normally does. So it's mm -hmm. like okay, you have to get used to that. And like the physics was all different, but like once you got acclimated, it, it didn't really. I don't know. It didn't have the same challenge as it used to even with the weapons the weapon system was yeah it really made you feel stressed out mm -hmm. you know it did build that suspense in like urgencies like oh my goodness i gotta be i gotta be careful you know yeah but after i get in there maybe like 10 hours in 15 hours in yeah after having a full playthrough of like maybe 50 hours yeah you know pretty you know pretty sizable game but yeah, that's uh, that's usually how those games work. Like mm -hmm. Sekiro, Dark Souls. I mean, once you kind of get used to it, um, I, I mean, heck, there are some bosses I you fight in the beginning of the game that are debatably harder than some of the final bosses in that in those games. Yeah, so it's just definitely. Like, well, like what's that? The Capra Demon? Oh my goodness! In Dark in Dark Souls One? Oh, dude, the Capra Demon! Everybody hates that fight. Well, you're in like a two by four room. Yep. <laughs> it was, and it's him, and then those two dogs. Yeah, the dog. Oh my goodness! Like, what yep. do you do? 
you do? <laughs> like the moment you're like going up against them and like with what you have it's like yeah of course it's hard yeah <laughs> um but even even throughout my journey through dark souls i the the atmosphere really helped with its um ambiance yeah and, and the difficulty like i always i always felt in danger mm. you know and i shouldn't compare Breath of the wild to that and i i try not to you know, I'm not expecting to be like Dark Souls scared every single time I like I go down right, right, right. Um, where I go. But it was it was just a point that where those um, the durability mechanic became um, before it was um, uh, item management, and then it just became I don't want to say a chore, but it's just like it, it just became it was it turned into a tedium. Hmm. And just like, ah, oh, this thing broke again. Let me go grab this other sword. It wasn't about, like, do I have the right sword? I do have the right sword to replace it. It's just that, okay, let me go switch real quick. Right, right. I didn't... After a while, I, I wasn't thinking about it anymore. You know, the resource management, you know, uh, me being conscious of my resource, man resource management went down as the game went on. Mm. Um, and when you get the Master Sword, too, in that game, oh, it's... You don't have to worry about it either, right? Because like it, it, it doesn't break per se, but it has like charges. Mm -hmm. So like after so many, it will say like, "Oh, the sword power down." You have to wait till it recharges, and it's like ten IRL minutes, and then it's like, "Okay, let me go um, use my backup weapons until it recharges." Mm -hmm. You know, so like I understand why they couldn't like just get rid of it or just make the master sword completely indestructible because it would just break the fundamental you know systems in the game and then that would just like okay it, everything falls apart at that point then the, the game truly becomes too easy you know that different stuff but well i mean like it, like how they make it and all that kind of stuff is like i guess that's just kind of design choice at that point because it's the master sword so like you know if it they can't have it break, you yeah, know? it wouldn't make sense at all. Mm -mm, wouldn't, yeah, not at all. Yeah, but um, I mean, oh, but I will say, like, its immersion was unreal. You know, um, traveling from place to place, you really felt that you were on an adventure. You know, like you were discovering something new every single time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's something. That's something that I never. Well, maybe I wouldn't say I never felt, but like I haven't felt in a long time from an adventure game. Like it truly felt like an adventure game, right? Um, it's like, oh, all right, well, I got to go to this town, but shoot, it may take me twenty minutes or an hour to get there. Mm -hmm. All right, let's saddle up, let's go. And you're doing this all on foot, yeah. You know, more time, even without a horse. And like those early, those early uh, hours were really fun. And then like. You look at the map as you start opening stuff. It's like, oh wait, is that the Lost Woods? Shoot, I know my Zelda lore. I bet you what you know is going to be over there. Let me go check that out. You know, the freedom was cool, to where I can just like go wherever I want and do whatever do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, okay, let me go to that Lost Woods. I know the master is going to be there, <laughs> and let me go figure out the puzzle that's over there. And like, oh, once you finally get through the Lost Woods. And like find the master sword. Okay, you can't pick it up just yet. You know, you need like you need to meet or meet a certain requirement. It's like, all right, let me get back out there and keep going. Right. And 
know, check back in and stuff. But, um, but yeah, uh, so like, um, so yeah, Breath of the Wild 2, mm-hmm. looking forward to it. That's kind of my most, most anticipated game for me, just because I haven't played the first one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm kind of planning on making that like a double header by just playing both back to back. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, did you see any, um, okay. So, in your opinion, is this like the okay? So, I feel like this is the best E3 we've had in years. Oh, in comparison oh. to like, like I think we haven't had an E3 at this level since like PS4 was like announced and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it. it we've been in a like I think the gaming drought looks like it might be coming to an end finally. Um. Wow! Because like, yeah, when the PS when the yeah the when the PS4 was announced, they said mm-hmm. that was the last one. It's kind of the last E3 because I because I'm thinking about it right, and I would say 2015. 2015. When was what happened during 2015? 2015, we got God of War, we got Last of Us announcement. I'm pretty sure we got um yeah, but we, that was like the, that was still the drought. Like there wasn't. I just remember like. For, so basically what I've felt for like the past almost 10 years and what I've seen floating around in just modern media is like we've been in a gaming drought for like 10 years whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Like, like what do you mean yeah bro it's been the drought for like 10 years dog. I'm gonna be honest with you man no yeah no. man adamantly go against that what was it what 2017 was like the, the godsend of, of video game 2017 what happened 2017 2017 we had um well not no personal bias but we had persona we had um uh horizon zero dawn we had near we had um yeah but like what i remember because so the reason even that was the drought when those came out and i'm I'm trying to see what's your definition of a of a what would not be a drought (laughs) so what i remember back in the day is i remember there was a crap ton of stuff to play not four five six titles you know what i'm saying six big titles there would be like 20 30 big titles or maybe not even necessarily like big titles but it's just like i i feel like now with this current e3 since it looked it basically what it looks like it looks like everybody got their shit together for this one as opposed to the last years where it was like, oh, Sony fell off, oh, Microsoft fell off again. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, last year was definitely like, it was like, meh. Cause Sony, they probably shouldn't have even shown up last year either. They just said like, well, these are our games and we don't want to reveal anything else. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft, they showed a lot of games, but they showed games that are gonna show up on other systems as well. Yeah. It didn't show any new they announced basically Halo and Gears of War. It's like okay, but they didn't show any footage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and they just announced like we're, we're, we're restructuring. Yeah, how are you supposed to get excited about that? Like we acquired two new studios at that time. They've acquired more. Right. But like they're trying to promote yeah first party, you know, and we're having exclusives. Basically, they're doing the the Sony thing. Yeah, and that that the problem with that for me is that like when I watch E three. I don't care if y'all get two studios. Like, I don't care. I don't no. care if you know change up your software. Blah blah blah. Like, I watch E3 because I want to see some games. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's really I, cool. like I want to see some heat coming out. I want to see some stuff that's good that's on cool. every platform, not just like oh, it's just Sony or oh, it's just Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you didn't like uh, that 2015. I'm guessing because like yeah, that's, dude, that's how I felt for like the past 10 years, man. Almost 10 years. Well, it has been lopsided. Either one person does good or no one does good. Yeah, I miss yeah. the days of like where it's like. So, I'm sure you probably remember this because uh, I think were you were you Sony back in the day of PS3 era and 360. Uh oh, that era? No, I was definitely Xbox. Okay, so you're Xbox. Uh, so do you remember the how like if if you had an Xbox and your buddy had a PS3. Mm-hmm. The guy that had the PS3 would be like, dang, man, I they really would like to play Halo. You know what I'm saying? Or the guy that has the Xbox is like, dang, I really wish I could play like The Last of Us. Like, I like that feeling of uh, wishing I had the other thing because that's showing that both companies are doing good. Like, they're making good stuff. All right, but I haven't seen that in really, years. Sony didn't get that feeling until like the last two years of the PS3 yeah you know um because the 360 dominated everyone had a 360 mm-hmm. you know you you and your all your buddies had the had a 360 and if your buddy if your other buddy had a ps3 it's like sorry you can't hang out with us fam <laughs> well i guess that maybe that might depend on like uh because i had a ps3 back then but kind of getting one eventually i wasn't involved in like gaming media and know because i think at the time like what i was like that's probably like 10 years ago maybe a little bit more than 10 years ago i might have been like 13 or 14 years old so like it didn't you know what i'm saying that stuff didn't really matter to me it was kind of like i got my game i got my system that's all i need everybody else can kind of kick rocks you know <laughs> but now you know i got i got you know got a little bit more money a little bit more options you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's stuff like that i i i now see a i see some potential reasons for people to get the new Xbox or or get a PC to, you know, as opposed to back in the day or last few years has just been, if you got a PS4, don't get an Xbox because Xbox is trash. And then it's like, it used to be don't even get a, don't even bother with Nintendo unless it's Smash. No, you, you, you always, Nintendo was always the console like, the parents would get that if you're going to get a second console they'll get you the the nintendo one because it was cheaper mm-hmm. and it was cheaper <laughs> that was the biggest thing yeah. you know like okay it's like okay it won't break the bank you can have that one too right you know um i come from a little bit of a different situation mm-hmm. so like i had every system growing up mm. um and it's mostly because you know my dad was into it too right right you know so it was like it was all cool you know like i didn't have to really worry about it we, we got the ps2 kind of late mm. but we eventually did get get it too and mm. i was like yes i can play ff10 now <laughs> <laughs> like i remember there was this one time i remember when it was about to come out and i go into oh this is gonna be <laughs> let's let's date ourselves electronic boutique <laughs> you remember that oh, story? Oh, EB Games? Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. I feel old just thinking about it, even though I'm not that old. <laughs> well, it's because like GameStop bought them all up when they actually had money at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Pay, S, pay F for respects. Yep, um, yep. 
but yeah so like we were what was it like 1999 maybe Probably. and we were in there um me and my dad you know looking at the games and stuff and he was pre-ordering something and i had my little like um i'm not sure what game magazine it was but i was like looking through it and i'm like oh i was so hyped up final fantasy 10 is going to be coming out soon right and we started the playstation and you have a wide-eyed bright-eyed keta asking the electronic booty boutique um reception person uh uh, worker, it's like, hey, do you think that uh, FF10 will come to the PlayStation? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> he didn't know how to say no. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure how likely that's going to be. Uh, you know, they're really trying to do some uh, big things with it. I mean, it's possible, <laughs> right, 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 right. He's like, what do you say? And like, I had no recollection of what, like, you know gaming hardware was just like just just put it on the old things just so <laughs> well to be honest with you man now that i think about it uh-huh. i don't think anybody really did because yeah this is so 99 and like 2000 mm-hmm. i remember very specifically that um like most people still didn't even have like computers in their homes. like people did like a large portion of the population did Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of people that just didn't, and then yeah. the websites for that stuff, like gaming stuff, like was like, oh, it was it was mostly non-existent unless you went on like forums. Yeah, because I remember my dad, he would say like, uh, he he would say, um, my dad, I mean, he it wasn't like he's out of touch with technology. He's like he's a computer well, mm-hmm. at the time. He's a computer programmer, so yeah. he understands that stuff. But he was saying that he never understood why those companies just didn't just make one console instead of just having a bunch of them or have one that yeah. can play every single disc and i mean i see i, I today i understand why and yeah. he does too but back then that information wasn't even like we, to we, them they're all the same yeah you know, we had no like, freaking oh, idea yeah. you know these consoles are like well why don't they just yeah yeah. They don't understand that it's like basically they're like car manufacturers. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's the setup that they, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, we're all ed- more educated now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the information is a lot more accessible. Like, I, like, we will know if the CEO for Microsoft scratches his butt or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> but back then, like, we didn't even know when they were releasing games. I think the only thing that told us was oh, Game yeah. Informer magazine or like, uh, ooh. You ready to get dated again? Mm-hmm. We're about to see. We're about to see how old we are, man. You ready? What's up? Do you remember G four? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> uh, yo, G four and Game Informer magazine, man. If you pack up the show, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Adam Sessler. I think Morgan so. Webb. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's that old school stuff right there. That used to be E3 back in the day. E3 was every day after school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. oh, I think I just cracked my back. Oh, that's so old. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, man. Them, man, them young bucks, man, they got it so nice, man. G4, man. 
they got E3 now. They got articles that actually like they they get to see inter they get to read interviews and see interviews from these people that make the games. Man, they got oh. a little paragraph in Game Informer, and that's all we knew, bro. <laughs> you know, we had to spam the same trailer every single day. So, this is like during um, Kingdom Hearts 2 hype. Okay. okay. And I scouted the web, and I found a site that actually had the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I just put that, that crap on loop and just watched it. Yo, I used to do oh. that, too. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm like, yes. I'm like, I literally would spend like hours watching the same crap over and over and over i haven't had that much time i'd be on the computer hogging it up and i have my headphones on jamming out the sanctuary of kingdom hearts 2 and this is like oh my gosh it's so good i can't wait for did you um well actually i i probably there's probably no question you did this because i did this um do you remember when they first started the whole uh digital stuff or whatever and you could like download a demo Oh, do you remember playing yeah. like the same demo like 90 million times? <laughs> like you own the game. <laughs> okay, I wasn't hype for for okay, Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I had no idea this game was coming out. You right. know, and back then, you know, it was a n- notorious for you know licensed game just to be booty, mm-hmm. straight up booty cheeks. And then I remember just downloading it one day because like, holy crap, looking. Look at Batman looking swole. Yeah. He looking, man, he looking like a bamf right now. I'm like, all right, you got my attention. Yep. I downloaded like, wait, did I just play the game? Like, <laughs> that demo sold me. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Like it, it literally gave you the opening segment of the game, like the first 15, 20 minutes. And it was like, yo, this was so concise and so direct and to the point. Yeah. Showed you all the mechanics you're going to be doing in the game. And it's still only scratched the surface. Like, I got to buy this game. Yeah. Ooh. I, now, <laughs> there was one game in particular that has the... It's interesting. I, I, I could arguably say it's probably one of the best demos ever created. Mm-hmm. And But it's for one of, like, the... <laughs> It's the worst games ever. <laughs> um, not quite the worst game ever. It's definitely in some people's top ten. Okay. Um, and it definitely put a damper on the. It it kind of started the 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 downhill saga of the series and it's in, of the whole franchise. Okay, now I'm curious. Okay, it was it was on PS3, uh-huh. it, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us played it. Maybe it was the demo for uh. What is that game called? It's, you know, the Sonic game where you transform into a wolf. Oh, yo, Sonic Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed. That game has an amazing Please demo. Demo. Oh, because it, it, it basically plays the best part of the game. Yep. <laughs> and it Good cuts days, off actually. the part where you turn into the, like the demo <laughs> ends when you get to the end of the level, and they don't, they don't, you don't even transform at all, bro. You don't no, experience none of that. Because they knew if they, if you played that, you would have been like, wait, hold Whoa. up, I'm out. <laughs> Yes, I played that demo multiple times. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and that- <laughs> it's so good though. Like, yes, this is a Sonic game. This is a Sonic game. Such a you good know? demo, man. Like Redemption so from Sonic 06. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Let's let's reel it in though. <laughs> okay, really. We'll get back to current current E3. You won't be, you know. 
You're showing too much age, man. But okay, one more thing. One okay, more okay, thing. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so people are lucky now. Okay. E3's open to the public. Remember? Oh, E3's yo! <laughs> You're right. Holy crap! I forgot about that shit. It was only for you know, like companies and like uh, yeah, cool kids. News you can't media. sit with us. Yeah. <laughs> Dang man, I forgot about that. Wow. Talk about gated content. That was E3. It yeah. was nothing but gated content. <laughs> oh, and back then, um, like it was hard to even see stuff at E3 because like so oh, when because yeah. it, it was like uh, no streaming. Yeah, no no live streaming. Um, if it was recorded, like good luck of it being on YouTube because YouTube was like, was it was it's yeah man YouTube was yeah. like I mean YouTube had a lot of videos but like it wasn't were, mainstream like it is now. <laughs> yeah, you know it, like if you were lucky you were able to catch it on G four they may show it yeah G, some of it G four would do like a camera angle and then show like a little something something and then they would just go back to the person just and they would just kind of talk about it but you were have to be you had to hope that e3 landed on a well first you had to hope that you were out of school by that point oh, sometimes because it was like Lord. it was in that gray area you know you may you may get the short straw and have to stay that second week of, yep. of, of june <laughs> oh bro, like, and if you mm. miss the premiere on g4 where they talk about it you better pray yeah. for a rerun Right, because <laughs> if you didn't get the rerun, you just didn't know, bro. That was it. No, you didn't. There was no DVR. Nope. And then like, it's not, uh, it's not as available to everybody. Oh, um, so crazy thing, right? The only reason I know about Game Informer magazine and what helped me know is that um, I rode the bus to school, like a school bus or whatever, and uh, there was a kid on the bus who was subscribed to it. So oh, okay. Basically. Whenever he got a new magazine, yeah. he would be sitting in his seat and we would all be hovering around him <laughs> looking as he flipped through pages and we'd be like, yo, yo, what's that? What's that? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was this oh, yeah. big, huge I was like that kid though. I had the, I had the Game Informer, Game Informer subscription. Oh, you had the subscription. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. living the dream, man. Holy crap, dude. But and I, I remember that was also during the time where I also had um, the Nintendo one too. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I would. I remember. I would. Uh, they they used to give out posters. Okay. And I and I would like rip the posters out of the magazine and like I would I had a whole bunch of posters hung up in my room just like <laughs> like gaming. Some of them were even games I don't even play, but I had them hung up. Uh, <laughs> but like they got rid of that. And it's like not you know cost effective or whatever mm. prince of dying prince of dying media all that type of stuff so. <laughs> yeah unfortunately it sucks man uh, I, I was hyped though man i remember just gathering around the lunch table like we were freaking a crime mob <laughs> laying out the little magazine like okay this is what we're gonna we're all gonna get this game and do this and go. Go that. yo you tell your mom to get this one and we'll all come to your house so we can play <laughs> <laughs> we'll grab this one there's this whole That's strategy this whole strategy, man, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh man, that was, yeah, I mean, that was that was some fun times, man. That was a golden age, man. <laughs> Before anything was all corrupt and everything. Yeah, now it's all you know. It's a lot more convenient, which is, I mean, that's 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 better. 
Well, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, like this one, it does bring that old feel of excitement. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was getting at before. Um, because like, yeah, everyone was on fire. Yeah, you know, Microsoft was on fire. Um, Bethesda got on fire when what's her name showed up. Oh <laughs> and, yeah, um, Miss uh, Miss Miss Asian Persuasion. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> she basically saved the Bethesda conference. It's so weird because like, whenever she went up there and she was talking, mm-hmm. like, I, I found it more cringy than like cute. I guess. Oh, dude, people, that's. Um, that's just right up weebs I'm just gonna call you out right now weebs right now <laughs> I, I guess it's cause like um, the way I looked at her and I was like well wait a minute I mean like I know the stereotype for the average Japanese woman is how she's acting right now to seem you know cause it's like it's the anime fantasy right Yeah, pretty kawaii. woman that's yeah that's being cute and she makes mistakes and she's a little ditzy and it's like it's that whole fantasy Super right but there, mm-hmm. there aren't really any women like that in existence. I mean, they exist, oh. but like, not really. You know what I'm saying? Especially not a grown ass woman like her, right? No, <laughs> I will say that's was smart. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. I felt it was cringy because it seemed like they did it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It didn't seem oh, very they authentic. Totally they, they totally did. Yeah. Uh, and but Keanu Reeves showing up though for the yo, I did not see that coming at all. I was hype. I'm like, who, who would have thought, like, bro, Keanu is on it? Yeah. <laughs> and like, this is like the best time to be a Keanu fan because John Wick just came out not oh, too long yeah, ago. Man. And now it's good. Like, geez, he's Keanu in the Reeves game. Like, man, that was smart, smart, smart. Oh, actually, mm. you know what's funny, though? Um, I remember Game Ranks covered it and then they, some people wrote some articles about it. Yeah. Uh, CD Projekt Red had talked about some. Basically, they did some spying on the on CD Projekt Red. Yeah, and they noticed that some celebrities, uh, one one celebrity in particular was uh, Lady Gaga, came inside the studio. Oh, yo! And um, so ever back then, it was like maybe two three months ago. Everybody was like, "Yo, they're mm-hmm. gonna put Lady Gaga in freaking Cyberpunk, Cyberp- whatever, whatever." And it was like, because you know her whole aesthetic is usually. Uh, Usually more more futuristic and kind of weird with her wardrobe yeah, choices. As her peak, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so she's actually like a perfect fit. But mm-hmm. I think they just completely well because what they said was, they said, well, we don't actually have any plans on putting Lady Gaga in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may change that, but I think they hinted at, but well, we do have uh, like a celebrity appearance, and I think yeah. I, I completely forgot about it until I saw him come up on stage. I was like, yo, this is what they were talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> so who knows? They were probably in talks with her. Yeah. You know, maybe they just didn't want to spoil anything, but True. no, she, she may be a, I would think she'd be a perfect fit. Just like thinking about like, oh yeah. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and yeah. she's like branched out in her horizons. It's like, she's not just singing anymore. She, she sings with like a lot of different people yeah. and she's been acting now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, Lady Gaga, she can do nice she's actually a cool person like she just seems like a true artist yeah i mean i uh i hate watching lady gaga's interviews yeah because um and this is just kind of a personal thing for me and the way she acts is that she acts a little like she's dumb 
but I know she's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 she's not. And she comes up a little fragile to me, too. Yeah, she is. She, yeah, she seems very, very, very fragile. Like, she, uh, actually, personally, I mean, I'm a fan because I tell anybody I know, anybody that asks me about her, she's never made a bad song in her life. No, I can't. I mean, I. I, I challenge everybody. I'm like, okay, tell me a bad song Lady Gaga has made. And I'm like, I'll wait. Oh, <laughs> All of them are heat. All of them are heat. <laughs> Even if you're not a fan of that style of music, it's like, you can still yeah. kind of appreciate it, you know? Truly. No, yeah, of course. Um, So, yeah. CD Projekt Red, I mean. Tearing it up, keep, man. And they're not even showing that much, but I mean. Whew, the game looks good. You oh, know, yeah, it like, looks good. Looks good. Uh, did they say it was going to come out next year, though? I, I I feel like they're saying that they it may come out late next year, though. I think that is supposed to come out like around with the uh, PlayStation Five and all that kind of stuff. That's what a lot of people are predicting, just because it's like we we know it's on the horizon. Yeah, let me see a release date for that. Uh, oh, April sixteenth, twenty twenty. So next year. Yo, oh, that's right. Because it's literally okay. That's what, that's why I'm like I don't understand like okay I'm gonna have to look up what 27 20 uh, 20 uh, 2017 um, launched with because if to me it feels like 2017 all over again yeah from from January up to like May everything's front loaded yeah we have FF7 remake coming out in that year mm-hmm. um, at that at that um in um in March then you have Cyberpunk um there's another game coming out in um in that window like first quarter is like oh rip just just truly rip just just forget it um, yeah that's definitely true uh and, and and speaking of new consoles like the halo okay okay um i i know people are excited for it I, and i'm excited i'm whew, and it looks good they didn't show any gameplay, but you know, you know. <laughs> okay. They were like talking it up like this was but they never confirmed it, but it felt like it was implied that it was running on the new hardware. Right. Because it, it showed up right after they talked about Project Scarlet. Mm. Even though it didn't reveal anything that we already didn't know. You know, we already knew a lot of it. It was like, you know, that that the generic keynote stuff, like you have the, the the engineers talking about what they're doing and stuff like that. Like we already knew about this stuff. But anyway, when they were showing the footage and when they showed Chief, like okay, all this looks good. But I'm like, can, is this is possible to be done now? Isn't it? I mean, it, it looked like it to me. Maybe I, maybe the the feed I was watching wasn't wasn't good. But um, I wasn't like blown away and i know that 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 period in gaming is kind of gone now being having giant graphical leaps mm-hmm. but um nothing in that trailer said to me this is impossible already you know um well halo so it's 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 weird um i think it's the hmm okay okay I think this is what it is. So with Halo, I think this is what I felt too whenever I saw them display it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was hyped because I immediately flashed back to uh, Halo First 1, Halo. Halo 2, 
And then I think uh, the last one I played was four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really flash back hard to Halo Two. Okay. And it's it's kind of that hope that this might be the one that gets us back to two. Okay. <laughs> to where it's like this this big yeah. like global phenomenon because yeah. Halo was kind of like Halo Two and Halo One were kind of like Fortnite is today. Oh, of course, everyone's playing Halo. Yeah, man, it was just and, like yeah, and, and you had the rivalry of Halo and Call of Duty. Exactly, yeah. You know, so yeah, totally. I, I know how important Halo is, <laughs> and I probably don't have the same. I, I definitely know I don't have the same stake as like maybe you or some other people. Right. So I wouldn't have that like that sentiment to latch on to right. to get excited for it because i mean i it definitely yeah i thought like okay chief is looking nice but it didn't like blow me away i guess well and then it's the fact that um what people a lot of people don't know is um halo has a amazing story mm-hmm. like it, it's you wouldn't you because it's associated with being like a, a bro gamer type game you know what i'm saying yeah, but the work that they put into their story is like, mm. I, I I am it, it literally blows my mind that they don't they, they don't have this huge like blockbuster movie because it seems like they tried and who knows they could still be trying because I remember there was actually a few animes or anime esque type things yeah from their uh, from their comics and all that kind of stuff I understand yeah I, I I think I even have I I actually do have a Blu-ray. Of one of the Halo movies. Yep. Cause like my parents like got it for me like one Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So like they they do have, they have the potential to make this like an actual juggernaut franchise, you know. And they have the, they have like Halo could be potentially. I, I think mm, it's it, they could probably make it into a TV series also. I don't think oh, it would true. be good for a TV personally because I think that would um, they'd hit some they people that aren't in there. Uh, no, they have. They, I think they have the money. I just think it would hit people that aren't that aren't their target audience. Hmm. But I think because uh, I think so. Well, because I'm thinking like you know the people that watch like if, if let's say a Halo TV show right. Mm-hmm. Is on like ABC or like uh, okay, yeah, you know TV like that. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't put it there. And now maybe like Amazon or or maybe Netflix, but I feel Netflix like probably better. That would still oh. be a little odd. I feel like it'd be better on on like the actual big screen. Yeah, um, and the reason I was saying that it may not be good on a small screen because of budget. As far as like TV budget is different from from a you know big screen budget you know that's true and i would say that i could see it more if not netflix i can see it on like hbo i was thinking hbo but i feel like even that demographic is kind of that that that's a little dicey Hmm, because i mean we we have stuff like game of thrones that's become like super niche but then it grows mainstream and then like i don't know like I feel like it, it has the potential to be the sci-fi Game of Thrones, possibly. Well, see, interesting thing about that is that, like, Game of Thrones is really not niche at all. Well, yeah, not anymore. No, even before. Because mm-hmm. there's, um, I was looking into it, but there's a, and I, if you probably remember if I bring it up, but 
there are shows that are exactly like Game of Thrones, that same era and that same style mm-hmm. that are, that came way before it. Yeah. So shows like uh, I think like Spartacus. And, oh, I remember uh, Spartacus. Yeah, it's like the shows we all, we all forgot about them, but they all have those Game of Thrones like drama in an olden times type yeah type feel to it, which that's always kind of been popular. You mean like you mean like Lord of the Rings? Yeah, you know, you're Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. Um, it it kind of plays on that whole D and D type thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Halo, it it just there's nothing else like it, which could be a good thing. I mean, you also have Star Trek and like Star Wars. That'd be the wheelhouse that it would, I guess, be more natural in. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's the sci-fi opera. You know, you know, there's a there's a term for it, but. I, I think that's like the closest thing I can think of right now, but yeah, I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, that, that kind of that makes sense. Um, it's like it's the bro sci-fi game to get them into sci-fi, because like you would normally you actually wouldn't think that not many people because sci-fi is like super nerdy, you know, yeah, super geeky. Yeah. But Halo definitely breaks through that boundary, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think there was talks to actually make a Halo movie. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. On, yeah. I think it was back when I was like a junior in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they just, it just, they just never did it. Like they just, I think it was something about like. Uh, I feel like it has something to do with like budgeting or whatever. Like they, I guess they were just too busy making games or something back then. Well, I mean, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. And yeah, that too. Like it can't, you know, it can't be, you know, messing around. I mean, that was also the time where we were having other. Like, remember Prince of Persia? That oh. came up around that time, and I, I was so disappointed with that movie. Oh, I mean, I just, I can just tell by the trailers and stuff, like what they're doing. Like, okay, I'm not even gonna watch this. Yep. And, and Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's true. But that was also a big one where, like, they actually, like, they, it seemed like they actually did try. Yeah. You know, they tried to get, like, okay, we're not gonna go super crazy into the story we're gonna make our own stories like okay that may actually may be smart to do mm-hmm. you know but uh there's just some elements that just didn't click and then the story itself just wasn't that good so right. it's like but like you need to have people who are committed to the storytelling you know yeah well maybe um maybe the halo infinite if they can do it right and you know they knock one out of the park and they bring us all back to you know Mm-hmm. Halo 2, Halo 1, just the golden age of Halo type days. Yeah. Then they might say, okay, you know what? You know, Time to we're crushing it. Let's just go ahead and make the movie. Kind of like CD, CD Project Red getting Keanu Reeves. Like, you know, they they, yeah. they knocked it out the freaking park of Witch 3. Oh, yeah. So much so to where they didn't release a single game for years. On <laughs> that. So now um, they're like, I'm... you know, let's throw in Keanu Reeves because we got that money we got that cheese and everybody loves us so yeah we got the investors <laughs> exactly so maybe they need that to kind of feel more uh, more secure kind of sort of only thing i'm also scared about is is it too late no i think now mm-hmm. is the perfect time because uh see they finally did it to where there is no boundaries with halo anymore well i mean too late as far as like public interest i don't think so because because the 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 demographic that played it back in the day still plays games that's us oh yeah that's your uh like 23 
all the way up to like if I had to guess like currently they're probably like 34 at the oldest mm-hmm. which we're the we're the workers we're the current workers generation like we still yeah. you know we're all getting out of school or finishing up school you know we uh we all have jobs and we yeah. we have the money essentially uh-huh. yeah the spending class yeah mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. be blowing money so like this is the perfect time for them to come in for us which is actually probably why we get so many remasters and reboots because i think these companies know that yeah it's like okay these these kids are now young are now you know old kids young adults now you know yeah now in 15 years i don't know if i am be too excited about buying a halo game you know i'll be thinking like mm-hmm. oh well what is what does my son or my daughter want or whatever you know what i'm saying it's just kind of like but you're not gonna be passionate about gaming anymore no not to, not to say i won't be passionate about it it would just be like my kids would kind of come first yeah no yeah before i as opposed to now it's like man it's just me and if mosey <laughs> want a game like she can get herself whatever but i'm gonna get this 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 and this and this but 15 years from now i might be like okay we have yeah Hello. yeah the, the little tray needs his game all right okay then, you want the playstation 7 okay yeah and then uh, uh baby carmen all right she needs her her game i guess we'll get her or no actually she needs her manga actually she's gonna take after her mom oh and joe <laughs> you want the kim kardashian video game oh, we shouldn't get it but dad i really really want it <sighs> fine you know what i'm saying like those things will come Will Kim Kardashian be relevant when when our kids start getting that interest? Um, I mean, I don't know, cause I mean, I think you're always relevant when you have money. Cause like, well, remember Paris Hilton? Well, I think well, she I don't think she has as much money as she used to back in the day. But I mean, like, why? What happened? She she was a reality star. She's probably like the, the well, first. from what I remember. I guess Paris Hilton and like Lindsay Lohan and like you know all those stars you remember um, I don't even count Lindsay Lohan oh well <laughs> I'm just thinking because she was tearing it up for a while but she was she, she was the thing yeah she was in all the movies but basically what happened with those people they all you know got strung out on drugs who was it Lauren Conrad you remember her I really don't I'll probably have the okay. same picture of her if you, if you, wait you have, some, you have sisters right yeah yeah well, this is this is all because of my sisters. My sister that like, that's like her thing, you know, reality TV wheelhouse. And like I think she was on the the Hills. Yep. I, yeah, I, think, I see it right I, here. She's I, on like almost every season of the Hills. <laughs> yeah, totally forgot about her. Mm. But um, but yeah, like they're not doing anything. Like they run their course, you know. Yeah, they have their they have their fame. So I'm like I'm wondering now, Kim Kardashian and that whole Kardashian family are are doing it smart because they're just i don't i don't even know what to call them well it's difficult for them to like uh get out of the mainstream media because well one you know kim kardashian is with kanye west yeah kanye west is still making music he's still super relevant in the hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. so it's like there's that um her it's kind of kylie related to her right kylie jenner yeah okay so she's involved with uh a rap artist that's like more of the younger generation which is uh mm-hmm. travis scott oh yeah travis scott yeah. so he's super omega relevant because it's a so it's just like he's basically filling in the gap for young kanye to uh, because we remember young kanye 
Oh yeah. So Travis Scott is some young, some person that's way younger than us. He mm-hmm. is the Kanye West to them. Um. So because also, they're attached to all of them, they kind of yeah. still stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? They probably also have the benefit of social media. Those other that those too. other stars, you know, they were stars, but like social media wasn't what it was not back then. You know, MySpace is not going to keep your career going. No. So, yeah. This has definitely helped them, you know, they, 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 they evolve with the times yep. and they're, they're keeping up with the times. So probably hope, yeah, that's probably some of the reason why. Mm. But, um, so yeah, uh, mm, be, I hope, I hope they do the Halo movie, you know, I, I, or something, you know, it hope Halo has their, it's big, you know, resurgence comeback. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it, man. I- Every time I see Master Chief on the big on the screen, man, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, this might he's an icon. He, he really good video game icon, mm-hmm. whose face we've never seen, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah even they can never day. They can never show it. I don't think it can live up to expectations, you know. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. It'd be better to just leave it a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Kakashi. What does Kakashi look without his mask? <laughs> oh no, you can actually see that. You can. Yeah, I think there's an episode where they show it. Well, I remember there's an episode where they like they like try to take it off, but they never did. Or like he always found a way to like hide his face. Like like they're just like completely memeing and trolling you throughout the whole episode. I think it was like years ago. Like I remember I remember seeing it somewhere. This is like long long time ago. Now I remember like this. There was like this this fan rendering of it. Maybe that's what I saw back then. And I remember seeing that on YouTube floating around. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's kind of yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> um, let's see, what was some of the other like yeah, Halo, yeah. Nintendo was pretty fire. Yeah. You know, um, they started off strong with Smash, <laughs> showing off the Dragon Quest character. Right, right, right. And there's this meme going around. So it's so the big two were like was um, the Dragon Quest character and. Um, Banjo Kazooie, mm-hmm. you know, pretty big. Yeah, basically they revealed two for the West likes uh, Dragon Quest, and then um, uh, the East. No, no, no. The West likes Banjo Kazooie. The East loves Dragon Quest. Right. And it's just like no one was excited for Dragon Quest over here, but everyone was excited for Dragon Quest on in, in Japan, and yeah, then vice versa. Crazy for it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, um, Pokemon also looks really good but then now there's like the backlash going on with it after like talking with like the, the director producer mm-hmm. you know um i don't know people are like like maybe is pokemon getting complacent like, do, do you know what's going on man you know what's weird pokemon all right this is hot take mm-hmm. hot take hot take i had this debate with this with the Co- co-worker of mine he was uh he's the dragoon guy we <laughs> <laughs> gotta give him a name yeah we're just gonna, <laughs> we gonna call him dragoon guy man we're just gonna call him but uh so me and him had a little debate which we actually ended up seeing eye to eye on but he still uh-huh. plays all the pokemon games currently well i still play too yeah right and and i don't so that's why that's kind of why i okay. bring it up or whatever um mm-hmm. But and I told him I said yeah man to be honest with you Pokemon ended for me at being good at like Ruby and Sapphire 
after all of that, Pokemon's been mm-hmm. like a joke. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that um, he kind of felt the same way. And and I, I was explaining to him the reason why is because like I'm like currently I look at a lot of Pokemon designs. Yeah. And uh, man, they're running out of ideas, bro. <laughs> 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 they 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 they're really 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 run that idea so where they're actually starting to overlap mm-hmm. and then overlap. yeah 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 there's like because you can only because let me see if i google it right now hmm. and i compare it to okay so currently there's like i see like one two three like maybe four bunny type pokemon so it's like that's it's, it's that kind of overlap. So it's like how many uh, iterations? Overlap. You said what? Do you like the overlapping of species? Yeah. Well, like as far as like their design, because I mean, a, a bunny is a bunny. It's based off of a rabbit in real life. So you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just like, how many iterations of the same thing that exists in real life are you going to make? But if I remember from those generations, especially the first generation, dude, nothing looked alike at all. Like mm-hmm. it was its own thing, but now they've been going on for so long that they're like Pokemon are starting to look kind of the same a little bit, and then mm-hmm. they the battle system is still kind of sort of rock paper scissorsy, but yeah, they just kind of add some some gimmicks and it's just like they won't just change the formula like at all. Even the TV show, like, <laughs> I mean, it hasn't changed. Like, Ash is still the same freaking age, you know what I'm saying? Not to meme on that, but. <laughs> I mean, there was actually, well, I will say, like, I stopped watching the the anime, like, after, I guess, the fourth gen equivalent. Okay. Um, and I heard that, I guess, sixth gen, X and Y, mm-hmm. that one was actually pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Because like he was actually competent, you know, and like it sucks. Spoilers if you are not caught up with Pokemon anime, if you care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, like he gets to um he gets to the finals, mm-hmm. and it's like oh sh- okay oh shit here we go. Pretty sure he You're loses, see the- doesn't he? Huh? huh? Pretty sure he loses, right? Yeah, he loses. He he always Again. loses. I think I looked it up. He's only you know? won like two. Well, two Pokemon competitions in his whole like two competitions that aren't actually like <coughs> eh, participation. <laughs> yeah, it, he, he basically battled at the YMCA, like the equivalent yeah. of the YMCA. Yeah, the Orange Islands was basically like the filler arc. Yep. You know, they have it's not an actual league. Well, I mean, it's a league, but it's not what we care about. It's not from the games. Mm-hmm. So you can go win that. <laughs> and then the Battle Frontier, this whole side quest from the from. From Gen Three, Pokemon Emerald, and it's like, okay, yeah, he can win that because it's not—it's nothing substantial. I mean, yeah, he won something, but I don't know. It's—it's it's weird that Pokemon has the same old, you know, lessons. At least in the anime, you know, it's—it's so, it's okay to lose. Well, is it? Isn't it? Shouldn't it be also a lesson that you should do whatever it takes to, you know, seize your dreams? Yeah. You know, seize them. I mean, like, come on, like, let them win. Also, like, like Ash never really gets, like, this, and this is another hot take, man. Ash always gets, like, some trash Pokemon. Like, he gets some that are lit, right? Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, like, 
he he never catches anything legendary because like legendary pokemon are always like gods or something and if he were to catch it oh it would disrupt nature and blah 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 yada yada the same well, I actually don't hate that i do personally because like in the games at least mm-hmm. this is my own personal play style i don't lose the legendaries because really? I, I feel like because that feeling of being op it's like oh i don't want to just break the game with this pokemon and also i've also gained attachment with the team that i built up up to that point mm. since legendaries were always like towards the end game mm-hmm. and by that time i have a team of six so it's like i'm not gonna kick someone out that i've been who i've been with since you know like day one potentially just for something new i don't know that's just me though dang man you're better than me man i freaking <laughs> had my, my line okay my lineup looked like this it, uh-huh. This is like silver version. Uh-huh. I think it was like Fraligator. Uh, Fraligator, this one, yes. There, there you go. <laughs> Lugia. We had the, oh, okay. the red Gyarados that's in the little oh, instance. <laughs> we had Snorlax up in there because he came from the road. And then I think I threw in like some weird ones. Like, what else would I use? I think the other. Oh, no, no. Um. I would occasionally use Lapras, which okay. Lapras isn't legendary, but it was like special. Yeah, it was it, one of those special, special instance things. And then um, I used. I think the last one was kind of a toss up. Mm-hmm. Like if it was something strong that I liked, that was like useful, then I would use it. But if not, then it was like. It, I think it was like something electric. It might have been like a. Mm. What's the? Is it Flaffy? Oh yeah, Flaffy. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like Flaffy's. Yeah, yeah, that I like Ampharos. Um. Okay. So yeah, my team was for Alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a had a Pidgeot, always okay. catching Pidgey. Um, then I would have an Umbreon. Mm. So and then I would have I would have Ampharos as well. I would okay. get Ampharos, and then I would have believe um arcanine oh okay yeah that's 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 actually a nice one in there. okay i would always wait to the very end to get this one but um uh dragonite because you can catch a dratini mm-hmm. like super late game you know the pseudo mm-hmm. but um so yeah that, that'd be my six right there that's but, a pretty strong lineup too yeah. but um but yeah i mean i like lugia he's definitely like one of my favorite um, legendaries, mm-hmm. and, I, and I did use them every now and then in the Elite Four, like repeat battles and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. just fun. But uh, but yeah, that's like the only legendary that I would do that with. All the other ones, they I, I never did it because mm-hmm. I, I almost feel like that they're not. I don't know. They they feel overpowered, but then also like there's so many of them now too. Yeah, they're not now. There's like a ton. You know that they, they seem special. Right. Before before back then and like yeah that's gonna change over time because there's just gonna be more of them but i feel like they're just adding more legendaries in each generation to begin with Mm. like okay well everyone's legendary who's actually legendary you know why are they so special legendary legendary (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like yeah you may have the box art legendary but then there's like four other legendaries with them in the same game so like So like there's like a there's definitely like a, a bloat mm. <laughs> problem. <laughs> so with all that, um, I'm gonna get Sword and Shield 
not for me. Mm. It's going to be for Josie because she knows she wants it. She's <laughs> um, not going to mess with it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm it'd be probably mostly something that I like watch her play. Um, because she wants to shield, and I, <laughs> I told her, I was like, baby, I'm not getting this game for myself till they po- till they come out with a Pokemon gun. <laughs> Because that whole meme behind that is just still too funny to me, man. <laughs> sword, shield, gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you wouldn't get Pokemon Sword just for because, like, that the main legendary is it's basically Sylph. Wolf Sylph. With the, from, from, she, from, uh, she likes the, the she likes the shield because I guess it's blue or whatever. What the um, no, the sword's blue. Well, I think not, not necessarily like the... Um, Wait, logo. I think it's the logo, right? Isn't it blue? Like the sword's red and the, on the logo. Switch. Is it switched? Yeah, the sword's so sword is blue. Uh, shield is red. Okay. Maybe but both Pokemon look the same color though. Yeah. Have you have you seen what they look like? Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> well, so that's why like I was surprised that you said that they they're all looking the same. I was kind of feeling the opposite that the, the designs were getting way more extravagant. Well, their designs are out of this world different but they look like super sloppy and weird i mean i feel like you could argue that with some other ones i mean um yeah well i think i mostly have most most problems with the with the shield faced one mm-hmm. well yeah it, it, it's kind of awkward it's kind of like it's very awkward to look at i'm kind of like Ooh, I don't know. Maybe, um, have you seen the lion from um sun and moon lion legendary yeah it looks like a he looks like a straight up Zoid. Yeah, he does. Man, Zoids, wow. I haven't heard that in a long time. Holy <laughs> crap, yeah. All of that's anime. Yeah, we can't say stuff like Zoids. People are going to be confused, man. They're like, what the hell is Zoids? It's like if we bring up uh, Bionicle or something like that. Oh, wow, Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> the edgy Lego. <laughs> Yo, Bionicle is so fucking good, man. So good. Oh, they were, they were dope. <laughs> Bionicle. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, you took me back. I was like, you know what? I, I'm a saint. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, so Pokemon's in this interesting situation where they haven't really been before. Like, actual fan backlash. Yeah. And, because, like, they're not, they, they, they made it be known that, like, yeah, not every Pokemon's going to be in the game. Right. And it's like, why not? Um, me personally I'm not that upset about it really right but I can concede I can I can I can empathize and sympathize with people who are mm-hmm. and like you know it's bad when even the Japanese community are 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 bent out of shape you know that's definitely true because they don't really you know what I'm saying like you really gotta mess up to yeah so it's like okay this is actually way more important than we realize mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's all fun in games until your favorite Pokemon is not in there. Yeah, you know. So it's like so many Pokemon. This there's at least one person with that Pokemon as their favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you don't like it. So it's like it's 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 weird. Um, the reason though is I don't think I think there's so much backlash because they just didn't handle it properly. Mm. Because it comes off as like they just don't want to not that, that they can't right and because people are pointing out it's like look pokemon graphically they haven't they're still using models from from gen 6 yeah 
from whenever they got the first 3D models. Um, so it's like, all right, you're you're already reusing assets. Yeah. What's the big deal? And I talk about what well, was about game balancing. Well, the game was always busted competitive wise. So like, <laughs> what now? You're always now all of a sudden you're 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 you're, you're you know Care about balancing be, your game. Yeah, no, that's that's a BS answer. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like they should have just been like, look, we don't have the manpower to just do it. Right. Just, just be upfront. It's like just be transparent. Like we just, we don't have the time, you know. Mm. But even there's been like some graphical comparisons, like comparing it from uh, Pokemon Sword, Sword and Shield to Breath of the Wild, and you can like see, it's like okay, this game was upres from like the 3DS. Mm. any of the fine detail or fidelity that you know you know one of the early switch tiles were doing and okay zelda may be a different beast you know maybe there's a little bit more love and care put into that but the the disparity between the two is so huge like is this even a switch title okay if it's not a switch tile and it's still being built like a 3ds game it should have the memory to put all of them in there mm-hmm. so it's not a memory issue you know it's just like it seems like it's more of a time issue or how much time do they want to invest into it yeah i mean i, I just i really feel like uh i feel like some of these companies just need to understand that some things just need to come to an end mm-hmm. oh just, just stop pokemon yeah man just just go to the next thing like because I, I feel like it I feel like it's run its course man I really do you may think so but then 20 2016 would tell you otherwise yeah. Pokemon got like rejuvenated with Pokemon go yo there's never been a phenomenon like Pokemon go that's true you know got so many people back into the game like because there was probably a point like yeah you know gen 4. You know, Gen 5 is like, oh, when we about done? Is it time to tap out? Maybe it's time to tap out. Gen 6, oh, new system, new shiny models. Like, okay, okay. Maybe maybe there's still some life in there. Then after that, okay, okay. It was just all right. It was okay. Boy. And then, boom, Pokemon Go comes out. And then, then you got the movie. Yeah. One Pikachu movie. Right. <laughs> Pokemon is still a billion dollar company and they're just not gonna let that go well you don't necessarily have to let it go it's mm-hmm. just you just move on it's kind of like it's the same move on to what though to, to the next thing like it's, it's the same thing that like uh, the same thing with like musical artists right mm-hmm. when they release an album that album is a it will for good artists <laughs> that album is about like a certain part of their life Mm -hmm. and they basically just put the whole thing in the form of music Mm -hmm. now if they keep releasing music like that over and over and over and over and over you know what i'm saying like it's it's okay and people will still be into it for years but i think you don't want to ever get to a point to where your thing starts dying yeah and like and i get there you know they're doing this gimmicky stuff like okay hey movies and then you know pokemon go and all that kind of stuff which is fine you know you're making money but i think from like an artistic standpoint Mm -hmm. i think that they should just 
not be afraid to move on to other things. Yeah. Just because. But. Mm-hmm. Just, just feel like their investors don't feel the same way. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, because business business wise, it it doesn't make sense to stop doing Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Business wise, but all businesses fall. Yeah. All of them. They always oh. will. They're all. There is no business that exists forever. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. It's not possible. I mean, they're trying. They're trying, but they can't. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. The world just changes too much. It's just yeah. not a thing. But I mean, I'll definitely say there's probably a point where they can just stop making Pokemon, like making Pokemon in general, um, designing them. Well, it, it doesn't even have to be that. I mean, just go on to something else. Mm-hmm. Just something else. Now, what that thing is, I don't know, but I'm sure there's other things that they're passionate about that they can go on to. Mm-hmm. So it's going to the next um, thing <laughs> they may be doing that because like there is a game freak rpg mm-hmm. that they're working on right we sever from pokemon right and um I, I think it's like it's called the town or town and city something like that mm-hmm. it's like okay it's this little you know jrpg right. you know may have some turn-based combat maybe not maybe but um but yeah so like it's like okay this is the first time that we've seen game freak do something outside of pokemon so it's like that there are interests in some things yeah I mean they don't have to necessarily just pigeonhole themselves into one thing because I mean we've mm-hmm. seen it time and time again that if that thing stops becoming popular your whole company is shattered and destroyed like mm-hmm. freaking uh, whatchamacallit Ubisoft almost didn't exist because of uh, them switched like because of uh, what's it called Prince of Persia Prince of Persia. So, uh, so Prince, <laughs> the first couple ones were good. <laughs> then after that, the My, Prince of Persia yeah. was just fucking. You know what I'm saying? It was trash. But then they said, okay, you know what? We're gonna do something new. We're gonna call it, boom, Assassin's Creed. Now they moved on to the next thing, and I said, okay, you know what? We're going to the next next thing. After you know what I'm saying, it keeps. That's a good way to keep keep your company going and keep things fresh. But, but I almost feel like Pokemon's gotten too big for that, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, they'll eventually fold. Yeah, eventually. There's no company that exists forever. But it's like. Hmm. It, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Because what if, like, I mean, what if we get a super huge change? in like media as far as like cartoons are concerned where they want like i don't know more because one thing i've noticed is that uh there's this weird thing with cartoons today that i really really hate mm-hmm. it's uh they're getting more um trying to make them into like musicals and shit like that musicals yeah uh, examples of that would be like steven universe has a lot of singing in it like a lot of singing. oh really yeah like a lot and um, Adventure Time started adding a lot more singing into it too. Uh, I guess. I mean, even SpongeBob has some songs in it. You know. Yeah, well, it's not. It's. It's. I think it's different because SpongeBob is like, it's more of a joke. But yeah, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a bit. But these shows in particular, especially today, these guys are getting like actual. They're actually like composing songs and making the characters behave like they're in like high school musical kind of sort of type style oh, okay. and and it's a thing that i don't like because i don't really like i don't like singing in my cartoon it's just not a thing for me mm. um, 
but it's just like those are things that kind of that's like a shift for cartoons to me that I've noticed so mm. if Pokemon is just keeping things the way they always been and then cartoons shift it's like well Pokemon will, will not be like the hot cartoon anymore so then they gotta rely on games but if the gaming industry shifts no. so what? it's not even the hot cartoon well no alright mm-hmm. I mean it, Pokemon hasn't been as popular as it ever was even back when we were kids it hasn't reached that peak in a long time um like <laughs> I don't think anyone's like shouting like yeah Pokemon's my favorite my favorite show mm-hmm. well, what I mean by that is like when those markets shift like that mm-hmm. then your company actually goes down because of it well I guess I'm saying that the shift has already happened and uh, like it hasn't hit them I guess it's happened in the, in the aspect of cartoons but it hasn't quite happened yet as far as video games but it will mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying I'm saying like mm-hmm. if video games shift and we all are into shooters then if you don't got Pokemon Gun bro then you <laughs> <laughs> well we've already had those shifts already no I mean and- I mean shifts huh? where the whole industry shifts not like a fad like Fortnite I mean like the whole industry changes. That's what I mean. Hmm. The whole industry changing as far as like genre? Uh, genre or maybe even technology or, or anything like that, but mostly probably genre shifts. Because Nintendo's been able to adapt pretty well. Mm-hmm. As far as technology, they, I mean, they've kind of been paving the way for the technology. They've, they've been the innovators. Right. You know, turning a console into a handheld hybrid console or whatever. Right. right. It, it's the perfect system for Pokemon, you know, to get you that console experience and still get that portable experience, which what makes it even, even weirder that they're not capitalizing on the hardware to its fullest by what we've seen in the screenshots and stuff. Well, so like, they may be their own downfall by being complacent. But well, we see those things today, but I mean, like how your company is today does not matter. Mm-hmm. It matters. What is it going to be in 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now? Is Pokemon still going to be in it? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to make it past all of those big shifts? Or is somebody going to have to buy Game Freak? <laughs> I don't think anyone buy Game Freak. It's not anytime soon. Well, we said that about Game GameStop. Those are, those are two different monsters, though. No, back in the day, man, it was just GameStop to get games from. That was it, and nobody thought nobody thought GameStop would be at the point it is today. I mean, as far as wealth in like net worth, I mean, you would have to. I'm. You probably have to be the the guy who owns Amazon to buy out. You know, Nintendo or Game Freak. Not necessarily. <laughs> Because they are multi-billion dollar companies. You're looking at them today. Today they are. But in 30 years, that company may be only worth like $5 million, Which I know that's hard to envision. That. Generations now. That's not that far away, bro. 30 years is not a long time. That feels like a long time. You, okay, the average human lifespan is like 80... Like the average male lives for 84 years. 
So mm-hmm. on average, you're going to see 30 years happen twice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not that long. <laughs> Hell, you I might get lucky and you might see it three times. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's it's not really... It's not, I mean, it's not that yeah. far away. It seems like it's far away because we haven't hit that yet. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, how old are you right now? I'm 25. All right, so in five years, you'll be 30. Okay. So, I mean, how, how much have you seen the world change in your 25 years so far? Oh, no, yeah, technology has changed rapidly. We've realized the how many, fastest changing generation as far as technology. And how stuff. many giant companies have you seen go under or not exist anymore? Mm. Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. GameStop. You know what I'm saying? These things are like they to us back in the day, man. These were the giants of our day. But like Yahoo used to be, Yahoo was the dot com. Nobody uses okay. fucking Yahoo no okay. more. <laughs> Yahoo. I, I can give you Yahoo. Um, but I, I guess I never. Like I mean, yeah. Instant Messenger, AIM, AOL, MySpace. These are like memes at this point to us. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, no, ain't nobody safe in these streets, man. <laughs> Everybody, I see a lot of articles talk about like, oh yeah, companies are too big to fail, blah blah blah, yada yada. Ain't nobody safe, bro. I'm not saying that they're not too big to fail, but I feel like if they're gonna fail, they're gonna fail because of their own negligence. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the only reason that they they could fail. Right. Yeah. They're they're set up to be successful when up to them to keep themselves on that course mm-hmm. you know um so yeah i mean we'll see <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only time will tell not saying i want them to fail i just want them to do something different so they don't because pokemon game, like game freak's not a bad company mm-hmm. i think they're actually pretty good um mm-hmm. it's just you know mix it up bro that way you don't go under yeah. <laughs> what how old is the pokemon company uh, i mean i think it's as <laughs> old as like we are so like if, if they if they're just reaching their complacency now, it's like okay, that's a that's not bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'm not saying you know they haven't like all of this. I'm not trying to take away from any of their success or anything like that. Because I mean they've been tearing it up, man, for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've jumped, they've dipped their toes and jumped in head first into some industries that most companies would never do. Like. I don't really see a whole lot of companies that have success with video games, a cartoon, and big screen theaters, and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just, they're, they got to Yeah. Absolutely. Toys. Oh my goodness, there's so much merchandise. Yeah. You know? But just because they have that success does not mean that time will not pull the rug from underneath them and they go under and stop existing. Mm hmm. Because man especially today like companies can be gone like in the blink of an eye today not so much back in the day but today it's just it's crazy all it would take yeah. is like i don't know the ceo of game freak or whatever to be outed as like a child molester or something crazy you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it, which is funny but man that's real like all that's all it would take yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh Hmm. All right. Let's see. Um. One of the big things while we're there. Um. Do you wanna? Oh, okay, okay. 
how about this? We'll we'll close it out with some with some fourteen stuff. We won't talk about uh the stuff we're oh, saving. I mean, we didn't talk about. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> we didn't talk about seven. <laughs> oh, man. You want to get just forget about? It? <laughs> okay, you know what? Here, you know what? Actually, I read a really quick thing. Uh huh. That way we can. Cause you know we're trying to keep we're trying to condense the time a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah 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 yeah. But I, I, I got a hot one just for you. Oh boy. I read it like I want to say five minutes no probably ten minutes before I even called you like sorry we first started the call. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's an article. Actually let me pull this bitch up on my phone. It's actually right here on my phone right now. Oh man. All right. <laughs> it's from Polygon. It was yeah. trash irrelevant. They they have no they have no opinions. Their opinions well, no, fake. No, 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 no. It wasn't necessarily their opinion on anything. It didn't, they didn't give an opinion. They were just reporting on something. Mm-hmm. So Polygon, it was an article written five hours ago. So it's hot. Okay. It's, it's new. I think I know what it is. It's been trending on Twitter. but Probably so. Me. Square Enix explains why it changed Tifa's breast size in Final uh, Fantasy VII. She ain't nerfed. She ain't nerfed. No <laughs> man. They alright, tell me about it, bro. They nerfed they nerfed the titties, man. Did they do it, man? Not nerf the t- they did not. They did not did nerf they, the titties. Did they pull the slider to the left, man? Is that what they did, yo? No, 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 no. That that slider is locked in place. It is unchangeable. What they did is give um Tifa some actual tools for her assets. They gave her a sports bra. Okay. So for all of you who may not know how boobies work, mm-hmm. you know, they're pretty malleable. <laughs> and um, if you take something with a lot of constriction and lacticity, they will get um, squashed. Yep. You know, so yeah. And they will become firmly and snuggled in place in their secure uh, pockets. <laughs> <laughs> So like that's basically what they did, you know. Um, it probably ex- it explains why they may not be as much just jiggle physics as there used to be. Mm-hmm. But okay, I'll even do the you know opposite end of the argument. Is that just an easy way to say that they didn't nerf her? Because visibly, all it is is just like coding, right? Right. You know, in in um three D modeling. So like. Is there actual physics to where if you remove that shirt or uh, sports ball that she's wearing, will it actually mean that they will expand? I don't know. Okay, now, all right, all right. You know, like naturally on their own. So I actually read this article all the way through and through. Uh So (laughs) I, I think you'll find this really interesting. Okay, go for it. So they actually did they, they they made her breasts uh more the way they put it more restricted so they yeah. technically they did actually nerf her. and that's this is square's words mm-hmm. um and they said their reasoning for it was because uh it's like their ethics department or something e- exactly the ethics department felt as though uh, that with the way that the character is because tifa i think she's she's a monk right isn't she yeah she's a brawler yeah so she's more the, the, their logic behind it as well she's a brawler monk and she's more athletic 
Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't make sense for her to have like a, a giant bosom, you know what I'm saying? Well, not it not the fact that it's not have that she has a giant bosom, but that the fact that it may be hanging out like they were previously. Yeah. So that so that there's a difference between that. That's well, saying that she physically can't have that when she totally can. Well, well, they said that she. I mean, they said they didn't want her to be that way. Mm. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. I'll, yeah, I'll read it to you. Um, so Tetsuya Nomura, director on the remake, says that and this is quote: "It was necessary to restrict her chest." End quote. As the developers wanted her to have more of an athletic feel, she's a fighter after all, and that likely means she has abs and is generally very fit. Okay. And so, curiously, the translation floating around right now mentions that an ethics department determined that restricting Tifa's chest was done to make sure that she didn't look unnatural during fight sequences. Well, okay, that can be, at least the way I interpret that is that restricting is restricting them from from movement right so they can stay in place and still not um uh get in the way of whatever she's doing (laughs) you know and an athletic an athletic uh build would mean okay i would need to use these tools to make sure you know other things can function properly (laughs) just taking care of herself with athletic tools that she has at her disposal and that would be you know a sports bra or whatever well and then also they did it to maintain a certain rating they have rating in there yeah so okay here's another quote it says Mm -hmm. in this case we want a new generation of gamers to experience final fantasy 7 remake and are working very closely with the company's internal experts to make sure all of the game's content is appropriate Okay, that's a little bit. This even goes outside of um, titty and whatever. Yeah. Now, seven originally is a is a dark game, right? You know, it ha- is very vibrant and colorful, but there are definitely themes and tones that are very horror esque. Hmm. So now that brings up other things. That I'm like, mm, I'm not as um, happy to hear about with that. Yeah. Um, because like there's a whole scene spoilers haven't played this 20 year old game um in the shinra tower in the early parts of the game um when you break out of the prison inside the shinra tower there's this whole scene to where like everyone has been massacred like you're like okay our jail cells are open who broke us out and why is everyone dead you like go through the hallways and you're like following literally a trail of blood Mm. blood smeared across the walls and you're fine you're following this all the way this this monstrosity all the way to the um the top floor of where the president uh, president of shinra corporation lies dead with a giant um giant katana in his back so there's a lot of grotesque horror body horror mm. insect um with the monster design right as well and that's something that to keep the same tone and atmosphere in these key pivotal scenes mm-hmm. some of them i would say would probably need to be m-rated mm. um now if there's a way that they can keep the blood in there and maybe rating system is just more lenient now maybe they can show blood but not depict blood actually 
you know, being expelled from a person's body. Maybe there's some like leeway there. I'm not sure. Um, you know, as I'm far not as sure, like officially, how M rating works. Mm-hmm. But I know uh, T rated T for teen is kind of like the new PG thirteen. But yeah, basically, where, like, you can get away with a lot of stuff. With so yeah, rating. so I'm like, I should because like the there is one thing that was like was like quoted like the um the wall market section mm-hmm. and that's where you know cloud cross dresses right and you know you also have a brothel in there right right um so you know strippers well, hookers prostitutes you that's know, still draw. t-rated though huh that's still rated t for t really uh yeah on the so that i've actually seen on boxes before it'll say t and then it'll say sexual themes okay so like where does it sexual themes get pushed into M. As far as like breasts and stuff like that, is it just nudity? I guess it was gonna be. Um, see, that where you get hit with the. Uh... That is interesting because it's like, from what I do know, I know that the higher you go up in rating, the more expensive it gets to actually get your game out there. You mean as far as like um, publishing? Yeah, publishing. Yes. So like if you if everybody made like an E-rated game, they wouldn't have to pay as much to get their game published. But when your oh. game is uh, like T or if it's M, it costs it, it costs the cost goes up exponentially. Mm, I'm not be, sure I'm, exact figures on that. It's definitely worth researching. But uh, I'm actually surprised. Because, like I feel like there's a whole lot more M-rated games now than when we were kids. Well, also companies are making a lot more money than what they or, were. We were kids too. Yeah, so I'm like, so I wouldn't even think that it would cost more because I see like there's over an abundance. Yeah, it feels like there's. I feel like every big blockbuster game is rated M. Well, it's it's weird because like back then during our day, um, M rated games kind of made you made your sales not be as high. Well, yeah, totally. But there was today, if you have an M rating on your stuff, it's kind of like who cares? You know, yeah, mostly who cares. But I think like probably once you and I got into like high school I think it was cool to own an M rated game you know cool and I, I just this is from me working at Target but mm-hmm. parents don't care yeah parents just don't care no, yeah. uh, I mean there are some parents who you know are out on the up and up and are way more attentive they're like oh wait wait what's this rated why is it rated that right. and I feel like you asked you but not that's that's you know one out at one out of a hundred yeah you know, not many parents are, are actually checking up on that. Right. So that's why I'm like... <laughs> and, and so Square, like, it makes sense for them to really, really try hard to avoid the whole uh, M rating thing. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that might be an aspect of, like, their imaging, their public image. Because mm-hmm. typically Square is related to, like, you know more games are for like kids and like young adults they i don't think they have a single m-rated game at all they do do they yeah what game it's um type zero is type zero m-rated yes i'm rated huh and actually mm-hmm. if we want to go old school i think this one too parasite eve uh okay yeah 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 I think well, Parasite Eve is also M-rated. Are there games that they just they just publish? Or are they actually like you know what I'm saying? No, that's them. They that's they them. develop it and publish it and everything. That's that's their 
own game. And Type Zero is like basically a spinoff title for them. Right. You know, well, that's the way this guy said it in this article was he said that in this case we want a new generation of gamers to experience Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yada 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 yada. So new generation meaning a younger audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, young. Yeah, a younger audience. But I guess how young are you? I don't think they're saying that they they. I don't know. I just they want to get the fans that I guess maybe maybe they're trying to get the fans that when when we were that age when we yeah, were playing for the first time. This, so this you know? them releasing this for a, if they're saying a new generation, that's like everybody that's like 13, 14, 15 because we're old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to these companies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're just we're the old 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 generation that they've been dealing with for like the past 20 years now they're trying to get a hold of this new market mm-hmm. that you know don't have jobs yet uh are still in like junior high or like just starting high school that kind of generation mm-hmm. get their first job working at like you know mcdonald's or like in 10th grade you know what i'm saying yeah but even then i don't think it's the stuff that they're going to be would potentially be exposed to in the game is nothing new that they haven't already seen. Well, that's true, but maybe they don't want those things to be associated. Maybe there's something that, that we don't know. Like they may have some other projects in, coming up. That well, will... some people would even say that, okay, well, maybe it's Sony. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, Sony might be putting pressure on them to like, be like, yo, fix them boobies, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, we, yeah. so I know Sony um, didn't they pull a lot of games like there's some games that uh, are made with Sony that are like more yeah, adult like but don't giant. be released at all there's a whole um, censorship thing with Sony that people are getting all <laughs> um, for lack of a better term get, get, getting their tits all in a bunch yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah censorship with uh, the anime games you know um they're you know putting giant light um light rays to cover up all you know the girls assets and everything exactly exactly. um and i'm like i'm not even gonna play these games so it doesn't even mess with me but it's like okay it's like why even censor them at that point because i mean there's only one reason why people are buying them you know I mean, they're not playing it for the plot. They're they're playing it for the plot. Yeah. You know. So like at that point, like, why even censor it? Because like, we want to make sure it's family friendly. I don't think you can make that any more family friendly than than it than it can be. You know. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, I think that is more so like maybe just principles that they have. So I mean, I I just like just don't put the game on your on your on your library. You know. At that point, if you're gonna censor it like that, just like just, just don't even sell it. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to, to me. I mean, maybe you get the one person who wasn't who didn't research, you know, properly, and you were able to get them, and then they see it's like, oh crap, this is not what I want. You know, is there a non-censored version of this game? It's like, oh, it's on Nintendo. All right, let me go buy the t- Nintendo version. Maybe they'll get the straggler. Right, right. But it's like, really, are you gonna make that much money off of such a niche crowd anyway? Hmm. Um, now. Who knows maybe sony just wants a certain image okay that's a different conversation and that could be oh how how characters are depicted who knows maybe well and that's probably more of a like i said before it's like more of a personal thing with like their ceo 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't like to... Well, they, they fail to realize this, but those CEOs are like people. Mm-hmm. And they have like certain principles and values they live by. So like, I mean, if I were to ever own a gaming company or whatever, um, I really wouldn't want nudity in my games like of any kind at all. Mm-hmm. Just because... I feel like it takes away from just the art and that's and that's and people would probably disagree with me but that's my own personal thing so yeah i imagine the ceo of, of sony that may be his prerogative where he's just like you know what i don't want none of that stuff in none of my games associated with sony so mm-hmm. and, and square may actually feel the same way they might be like yeah we don't we don't like dealing with sexual stuff in our game like we try to keep it keep it as g-rated as possible as far as sexual stuff goes. <laughs> well, but, okay, this is a slightly different argument, because I... Mm, how I want to put it? Because I... Is it just sexual because she has boobs? I mean, there are people who, di- who have, you know, exercise double Ds or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, are they automatically sexualized just because that's how their body is and that's how they were born well that is completely up to the person you ask right so if you so, ask the ceo of square he might be like well yeah or no or you know what i'm saying well wouldn't that be sexist <laughs> you, you know what i mean in a weird way you probably could spin that and say like yeah that is them being sexist in a way being that's body shaming yeah uh which is probably why this thing is trending on um, Twitter because like some people may put their spin on it and feel that way about it and it I feel like all this gets gets muddied in the insignificant parts of it like oh I just want big boobs like because you know that's the fan base or whatever yeah you know but I think there's a more important thing of not um, objectifying women just because they may have you know a bigger bigger bust well so here's the funny thing. I'll tell you what I thought about this article when I first read it. Mm-hmm. I read the whole thing. I was like, why in the hell does Square even open their mouth? Right. They're so stupid. They're, they're freaking idiots. Why did they even address this? Like, they literally stuck their whole foot and just shoved it down their throat. Because there is no right way to respond to this question. The only right thing to do is to just not respond to it. <laughs> Actually, you had everyone fine with it for the most part. The fans were holding down your foot and you were like, nah, brah, give me my foot. I want to put that thing in my mouth. Yeah. They, they, they really forced themselves to do this. Yep. Everyone was fine. Everyone was happy. Yep. Everyone was happy. I was happy. I, uh, she's fine. She looks great. Yep. I, no problem. See, when I first read the title... Well, that's the an, article, it's a clickbaity title. And well, most, that's well, what made me think. I was like, okay... Square probably didn't say nothing, did they? And then I see these quotes, and I'm like, oh, shit, bro. They screwed up, man. They actually did respond to this. Like, Polygon is actually just reporting on, hey, did you know Square told me this? And it's just like, they're just being idiots. They should have kept their mouth shut. And, I don't know. I mean, you you can may say that people are in denial, or maybe they just they don't want to believe it. But most people are, are in the camp of, she hasn't been nerfed you know whatever you want to take that as it is you know they're just that 
restricting is just saying that there's not going to be jiggle physics on this thing. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be as far as realistic as far as how how breasts would operate if they were actually under a sports bra. Yeah. You know, and her her her, her bus is still huge. Yeah. Actually, you know, so like if you did remove that sucker, you you might lose an eye. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, I would I would love to get to a point where we don't even that, that, this shouldn't even be a conversation. But it, then it really well, <laughs> it comes down to well, what about the male gaze? You know, you guys are just white knighting because you just get off on or whatever. And it's like no, it's I I have two younger sisters who go through this exact same problem, and it's like. Just because they may have a bigger bus does not mean that they're, you know, any less of a person or they should be taken, treated in a certain way, you know? I mean, personally, I, <laughs> I would think that people that with, with bigger bus sizes would be treated a lot better. Like, I feel like those are people that, like... Well, they're being treated, quote-unquote, better in certain, in maybe inappropriate ways. Well, I mean, does that really even, like, matter? Cause like, and and I'll I'll go off on a little tangent here, not too too far, but and I'm sure you probably experienced this too, where like there's been some girl that I've dated or like gotten involved with because I was black, because they fetishized the idea of being with a black guy, because you know to them you know you know we know we're doing bad and blah 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 and we're well endowed and we're strong or whatever and yada 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 blah 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 uh, maybe even dangerous you know what i'm saying yeah. that whole fetishizing thing mm-hmm. and i could sit here and tell you yeah man that stuff makes me feel bad blah 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 but that would be a damn lie <laughs> i would i'd be lying to you like extremely if i told you that like i haven't like oh i don't i don't enjoy those things i don't like the perks that come with that so it's just like well, I mean, that's a little bit different for us. I don't, I don't see how it's different. Because on the other end of the spectrum, women just, they may not be taken seriously. I mean, yeah, they can get a lot of things just because of their appearance or whatever. But are they being treated like an actual person? Even with, I don't know, it's almost like, are they being belittled? I don't think they are getting... I don't think any woman's been belittled because she's had big breasts. Or taken seriously? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I, I've never seen that before. I've never even spoken to a woman that's even said that before. I, only women, like the women I've seen that have big breasts, like, they love them and they're glad they have them and it actually makes their lives a lot easier. Because <laughs> there'll be some, some man or whatever that they can... Oh yeah, they can totally manipulate if they really wanted to do that. And maybe not even manipulate. Maybe he's just nicer to them because she's, hey, she's I get appealing to, look at. to the eye. Which is like, I mean, not saying that he's like forcing a sexual encounter on her or anything like that. It's just like attractive people just have an easier time in the world currently. So mm-hmm. if, if, if big boobs are in and they're attractive, I don't see how that's a negative at all. <laughs> And it, it, it shouldn't be. Like, like right now, it's the best time in the world to be a black guy. <laughs> as far as, like, the dating scene and all that kind of stuff is concerned. Because, like, 
some of the biggest you know celebrities are black so it's just <laughs> like now i have couple other complaints about how people feel about black people less on the negative side but as far as the positives man in the last like what six seven years i've had the easiest time of dating in my entire life yeah (laughs) so i mean i don't know i just wish this wasn't an issue because you you will have you know (laughs) the NPCs saying that though this is an issue but it's like no you're making an issue by bringing attention to it and just not letting it be you know it, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what size her, her her bust is or what it or isn't you know yeah, exactly. like we shouldn't have to worry about that that's the thing like even leading up to the remake that was like always the biggest question like will she be nerfed or whatever it's like why is that why was that the first thing that we thought of it shouldn't it all it just brings out negative in, negatives in in our overall society in general. It's like why why do we care if she is a bit bigger? But we were like, well, it's not realistic. Like people are all different shapes and builds. Just because you're not insecure with your you're insecure about yourself, yeah. and now you're going to project that onto other people just because out of jealousy, spite. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's it's. I think it just comes down to just man you know topics like that they get clicks they get views they put money in people's pockets you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so people just they find whatever angle they can to just kind of spin it spin it and get more clicks and views and money Mm -hmm. i think that's what it all comes down to man i don't really think this is some kind of people are actually offended because on that article in particular if you i scrolled down and read the comments there's actually quite a few comments on it mm-hmm. um everybody's like basically they basically feel how we feel like who the hell cares yeah <laughs> why is this even an issue like you know what i'm saying so i i think the real ones know bro yeah yeah and the journalism is a minority anyway yeah. it, it just sucks that companies are listening to the, the journalistic minorities it, yeah, Square just happened to get roped into it because it's it's Polygon, man. They couldn't, they just couldn't deny him. <laughs> Polygon just roped him in. Hmm. All right. But uh, yo, man, I think we made good time, yo. All right. You got any uh any final words you want to say about E3 and everything or? What you got going on? Anything like that? E3 was lit. E3 was fire. Best E3 of all time. Yeah, yeah. It was the best. I don't want to end up on a, on a low note. I don't want to end up on a downer. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft was amazing. Yep. Square was amazing. You know, Nintendo was amazing. Cool, cool. Uh, let me see. Final words for me. Um, Man, gaming is back, boys. <laughs> it's, it's back. It's, it's been dead for a while, but like even talking with some old friends that were just pretty much done with all new video games they seem to be coming back around so um, i'm here i'm for it 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 seems like video games are the move again (laughs) (laughs) 2020 gonna be lit it's gonna be amazing hopefully you gotta see what the prices look like on the consoles first you know what i mean Uh, you know, you were supposed to end on a high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Mr. Caddy, you got some plugs for us, man. 
<laughs> you know, it's the same old, same old. <laughs> no, man, plug it up, dog. Plug it yeah. up. Go ahead and write it down. YouTube. Ketam Mercer. <laughs> K-E-H-D-A space M-E-R-C-E-R Ketam Mercer at YouTube. Yeah. I'll let you, boy. Um, you got any projects on the work in the works on YouTube you're working on? Hmm? Oh, we're, we're working on Persona videos and uh, Final Fantasy videos. I'm, yeah, I'm going to start doing more Final Fantasy stuff too, so okay. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Cool, cool. Not trying to spoil too much. I understand. I don't know. You be there when it's ready. Okay, okay. Please look forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, all right, my name is Black Impact. Catch me on YouTube. That's B-L-V-C-K underscore impact. Uh, oh, little announcement. So, uh, our podcast is actually now available on Stitcher, yeah. Radio Public, Let's Get It, Pocket Cast, Ah uh, Fam, Breaker, Sup, Google Podcasts, Oh, we in here, and Anchor. That's how it is, boys. So, you know, if you want us to listen to the podcast and you don't want to, you know, be dealing with YouTube Red. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the car, you know, you can catch your boys on some of your street trial. <laughs> catch your boys on some of your bigger podcasting uh, platforms. So we're, we're we're expanding our horizons, man. We're, we're jumping out of there. So by the time you guys actually hear this and it's uploaded to YouTube, those links are already be available. And sharing uh, the love. Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, Next podcast, we got some sponsorships coming up. So, what, what? we got the hook up, man. We're getting smart, <laughs> getting, uh, getting a little, you know, it's just, just, it's just we're, we're stretching it out a little bit, you know. A little something, something for you guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, make sure you subscribe, 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 subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Subscribe to all the things. Subscribe to all the things, man. Watch every video like ten more times, even though you saw it already. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, oh, uh, do you think on the next one we'll do uh, a special guest? I think the next one we might be ready for that actually. Uh maybe. I know we had some stuff going on, like both of us had some stuff going on these past few weeks, so it was kinda hard to yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be it wouldn't be bad to get a few people, uh, someone on here, because I, I think all our friends are going to be um, messing with that Shadowbringers next week. Yeah, and that's going to be probably the main thing for that uh, the next podcast coming up in two weeks. Yeah. probably it's going to be all Shadowbringers. All Shadowbringers. It's probably just be a Shadowbringers podcast. Yeah, hundred percent. So <laughs> probably, <laughs> I definitely say uh, keep it locked for that. And we'll, we'll get some people and get some. Uh, We'll just get some raw opinions mm-hmm. that just aren't ours. We'll get another person that'll be lit. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Bounce off the ideas. Have some fun. Yeah. Just hopefully that I'm actually taking the time to do the podcast and not playing. Oh, no, no. It'll be good, man. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Me too. <laughs> All, All right, right, fam. That's it. Catch you later, fam. Peace.